0: and good afternoon and welcome to this edition of Thunderbird Eye, your weekly update of UBC Varsity Athletics right here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. I'm Jason Wang and I'll be joined later on by Olamid Olanayan as well as Tim Winter on our broadcast. But first we'll get right into it with UBC Thunderbirds football this past week with their home opening game in week one of Canada West Conference play. Thunderbirds on their home turf at Thunderbird Stadium, and they battled the Alberta Golden Bears to a high offensive game, outscoring the Golden Bears with a final score 39-24. to The Thunderbirds led this game wire-to-wire, opening with a touchdown on their first drive of the game. Rookie rushing back Corey Nagata ran in a 16-yard scamper for the opening touchdown to go ahead seven nothing and the Thunderbirds would not uh, look back again from there playing with the lead the entire rest of the way they added their second touchdown the second half on a Travell Pinto six yard touchdown reception connected by quarterback Michael O'Connor and they went into halftime leading by seven as well with a third touchdown added by Marcus Davis, a 16-yard touchdown reception connected also by Michael O'Connor to give them the third touchdown. Alberta scored the last touchdown of the first half on an Alex Bradley four-yard rush. And the Thunderbirds went into the halftime break with a seven-point lead, 24-17. UBC's defense would step up and stop most of the Alberta drives For the Golden Bears attempt at the comeback in the second half, UBC added three field goals by Greg Hutchings to push their lead up to 39-17 before the Golden Bears finally rounded out the scoring with a uh, late touchdown, a quarterback sneak by Ben Kopchinski. Very long run for him, the longest rushing play of any uh, rushing play in the game. He ran it in from 68 yards out to give the Golden Bears the final score, scoring play of the game to uh, round out the score at uh, 39-24, and that only managed to cut down UBC's lead and would not come any closer. The Thunderbirds had the vast advantage in terms of their passing offense. Uh, They collected 275 yards of passing with Michael O'Connor connecting 22 passes on 35 throws three touchdowns for him, and he outdueled his quarterback counterpart in that department. Ben Kupchinski for the U of A, threw for 197 yards, 13 completions on 29 throws, one touchdown connected, but he was picked off by the Thunderbirds secondary twice. In rushing, the Golden Bears had a vast advantage there with Ed Ilnicki leading all rushing backs 175 yards total rushing on 28 carries but it was uh, a great uh, outstanding home debut for rookie rusher Corey nagata he ran the thunderbirds highest uh, amount of yardage on the ground 69 yards on eight carries scoring the opening drive of the game as well in receiving uh, travel pinto marcus davis and will watson all collected touchdown catches while Colby Miller for the Golden Bears had the Albertas' only passing completion for a touchdown. So with this victory, the Thunderbirds uh, take the opening Week 1 win into Week 2. And after this game this past uh, Saturday, we got uh, post-game comments with the Thunderbirds' starting quarterback, Michael O'Connor.
1: The only pressure I feel is the pressure I put on myself to be great. It was definitely good to come out and play hard and staying in the pocket more. I was leaving the pocket a little bit early when there's no need to. So definitely being a little more patient and getting through all my reads. We're one know now, moving on to Calgary. But overall, the most important thing, we got the W and a lot to build off of.
0: Among EBC's wide receivers, the combination of Travell Pinto and Marcus Davis were the two most dynamic wide receivers for the Thunderbirds in this Week 1 matchup. They combined for 147 total yards in receiving on 11 throws connected by Michael O'Connor. Both Pinto and Davis uh, received one touchdown each, and UBC head coach Blake Neal commented on how they are able to spread the workload between the two of them.
2: Travell only practiced twice this week. This is his first week back. He missed the entire training camp because, you know, he's just wear and tear on the knee and that, and he's a difference maker, man, and he's, he's not even close to being ready. I don't even think he's in shape. So, he... We need Travell available to help us on our return game, to help Marcus take a little bit of the load off Marcus, right? On the defensive
0: side of the ball, the Thunderbirds look to improve their rush defense as the Golden Bears this past week uh, really outshined UBC in that respect. They totaled 312 yards rushing against the Thunderbirds' rush defense, and Coach Neil commented on how his team has to improve that aspect of their game in particular.
2: It's just simple adjustments and learning. You see, that on the field, the kids don't communicate well. And one of them told us what was happening on the field. And, and we go, geez, that's a simple adjustment. We made that adjustment. That helped us a lot. And despite that long run, you know, by the quarterback then, which was disappointing, you know, the defense played well in the second half.
0: Looking ahead to the week two matchup, the Thunderbirds take to the road, and they'll travel to Calgary. Tomorrow, as they battle the University of Calgary Dinos in what will be the dinos homecoming game at mcmahon stadium and the thunderbirds uh, renewing a heated rivalry with the dinos of course this rivalry uh, signifies a return of sorts for coach Blake blakenale returning to the school he previously uh, coached just prior to the 2015 season of course we know about his history leading the dinos in the playoffs uh, the calgary dinos under his helm Uh, have contended for the Vanier Cup three times. And here's Coach Neil talking about uh, that renewing of the rivalry that he's so familiar with.
2: We got to stay focused. I think Calgary learned their lesson last year, you know, worrying too much about like kicking my butt and realizing I don't play the game. You know, I I sit on the sideline and um, I think you'll see a little bit of a focused Calgary group there. It's a different team. You know, the coaching staff has had a year to sort of install their philosophical approach and their coaching staff's very good.
0: And that's our update on UBC Thunderbirds football as they open the conference season in week one with the victory over Alberta. And tomorrow they head on to their week two matchup battling the Calgary Dinos at McMahon Stadium. Uh, 5.30 start local time in Calgary. 4.30 if you're watching in on Pacific Time. And you can tune into the CanadaWest.tv website for live streaming of that game. And we'll take a quick break here on Thunderbird Eye and come back on the other side with UBC Thunderbird's updates in varsity soccer. With Olamid Olinai and Tim Winter coming up here on 101.9 FM Vancouver.
1: It's the return of the 14th
3: Annual UBC Farmade. Farmade brings together UBC community members of all ages to celebrate community, local food, and local Vancouver talent. Featuring vegan, vegetarian, and low-impact beef burgers, farm-fresh, corn, and organic UBC Farm veggies, a beverage garden featuring a local brewery, a children's area with face painting, bubble wands, and more, free tours of the Center for Sustainable Food Systems at UBC Farm, and tons of bike parking. And there's lots more at the 14th Annual UBC Farmade this Friday, September 9th at the UBC Farm.
1: How do you listen to CITR? Do you stream it with your data? You could be getting it free on your phone with the already installed FM receiver chip, but major carriers have blocked access to it. If you want access to all your favorite CITR goodness on your phone, get involved. Visit freeradiomyphone.ca to see how you can get involved by contacting your carrier and signing our petition.
3: And you're back on CITR 101.9 FM. You're listening to Thunderbird Eye. Uh, we're broadcasting to you live from unceded Musqueam territory here on the University of British Columbia. Welcome back to the second episode, uh, of the 2016-2017 school year here at Thunderbird Eye. We bring you weekly updates of UBC Sports every Thursday from 3.30 to 4 p.m. Only on CITR 101.9 FM and CITR.ca. So the past weekend has been filled with some pretty great stuff. Here's what you missed. Uh, Tim, take it away.
1: Yeah, so we had the men's and women's teams playing last weekend, and it's a tale of two different teams here. The men won twice against UNBC. First game was a 4 nothing shutout, and the second one was 3-1 victory, moving them up to second in the CIS National Power Rankings, just behind York. The, uh, Mosher, Mike Mosher, their coach,
3: yeah.
1: hit his 200th career win Milestone, Milestone. (laughs) with uh, 19 years behind the bench for the uh, UBC men's team. And to his name so far, he's collected four national championships, five Canada West championships, three Canada West Coach of the Year, and a one-time CIS Coach of the Year back in 2013. And I did manage to get an interview on him asking him about his... Milestone. Okay. So uh, I'm here with the coach of the UBC men's team, Mike Mosher. And uh, coach, congrats on the uh, milestone, 200th win. I'm yeah,
3: thanks. Yeah, it was uh, actually it was quite a surprise to be honest. Uh, I had no idea until somebody somebody raised it on uh, Saturday after the game. So yeah, we'll take it though.
1: For sure, uh, 19 years and four national championships. What have you learned in that time as uh, head coach of the men's team here?
3: Wow, good question. What have I learned? Jeez, um, I've learned to trust my athletes. I've learned to empower my athletes. Uh, I've learned that I've got uh, a lot of really smart, capable individuals. Uh, and thus, you know, part of the process is to trust them, to empower them, to give them responsibilities, um, you know, to to grow as as soccer players, but also to grow as as young men. That would be maybe one of the biggest learnings.
1: Yeah, all three scorers for UBC over the weekend got their first career goals and it was led by Zach Verhoven who not only got his first goal, he also collected his third assist of the season, pushing him up to third in scoring in Canada West, and first in assists. He assisted on the eventual game winner by McManaman and got his own goal to seal the deal. And he also collected two assists on their Friday victory over UNBC. The next games for the men's team are this Friday and this Saturday. Friday against Trinity Western, who's currently sitting 4-0-0, and Saturday against University of the Fraser Valley, who sit 2-0-0. So some pretty tough matchups yeah. for them there, Ola.
3: Yeah, the Fraser Valley uh, Cascades actually uh, aptly named the Bird Killers. <laughs> so, I mean, because most years they either draw or beat us. Um, so it should be interesting to see that and Trinity Western have always been the team to beat in the Canada West, always a formidable team, so definitely we should keep our eyes out for them, they should uh, prepare as much as possible, it's going to be like uh, two games over the weekend, strong teams, we'll see what happens for sure.
1: Speaking of preparation the women's team did not fare so well over the weekend, they finished it with a draw to open their season, and some potential scoring issues coming into this season now that uh, Shanik, the uh, second in the league for assists last season, Taylor has graduated. Taylor yeah. yeah. And the third leading scorer, Berar, has also graduated. However, they do have some hope with the returning leading playoff scorer for the team in Shayla Chorney. And uh, Danda, who finished second in Canada West with eight goals, is returning for her fourth year with the program.
3: She's ever-dependable always
1: <laughs> absolutely and it was a perhaps futile effort for them with 15 shots on goal compared to uh, Victoria's 5 and still not able to find the back of the net with that one so coach Jesse Simmons has a tough challenge ahead of him to regroup
3: yeah like oh, we we saw uh, a really good game against UNBC where they defeated UNBC 7-0 and for a lot of us, it was, you know, the the sign of good things to come, you know? Like, maybe the team just needed to get their steps after their first loss in uh, the preseason. But uh, uh, they've kind of uh, hit a road there. But Victoria, though, the University of Victoria Vikes are actually, they were uh, the number one team at the top of the season in Canada West last season. So, uh, you know, to beat the Vikes, uh, you kind of need to be at your best. And uh, these are both the best two teams in the Canada West. So uh, a tie is kind of a scoreless draw is kind of what you would expect from that face-off. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And even with the draw, they're still second in the CIS Weekly Votes, only behind Laval, who's open 2-0-0 for their season. And their next game will be Friday, uh, this Friday, this yeah. Friday yeah. against Mount Royal. And that'll be their home opener at Thunderbird Stadium. So... For the next broadcast with UBC Sports, tune in Saturday, September 17th at 5 p.m. as the UBC Thunderbirds football team takes on the Regina Rams.
3: All right, and that's it for uh, the Thunderbird Eye this week. Uh, On behalf of Jason Wang, Timothy.